tuned in to Buffalo Bulls Radio. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold, presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, co-sponsored by Kegworks and A-Turf, brought to you in part by our team UB partners, New Era Cap, Nike, AdPro Sports, WGRZ Channel 2, Pepsi, Town BMW, and Comdoc. UB Football Insider is coming to you live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Here's UB head football coach Lance Leipold and assistant athletic director for communications, John Fuller. All right, thanks for tuning us in tonight. UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold and a very happy Lance Leipold, I believe, is the uh, Bulls coming off an emphatic 41-20 win over Akron on Thursday night. And, and what, Coach, I would say was probably the most uh, complete game um, on both sides of the ball the Bulls put together this season. Yeah, it was it was a good performance, and uh, you know, very happy, equally happy to be sitting here with you too, oh, John. Wow. So, uh, but uh, it was you know we've we've talked for many weeks, and our players have worked hard and kept kept a great attitude, and you know it's nice to see it rewarded with a victory, um, our best performance of the year, and, and hopefully something that we'll build on here as we uh, as we head down to Athens. Yeah, I think at the start. Um when you're even talking about the game, you said to talk about the rushing performance of Jordan Johnson. I mean, 282 yards, a school record. And I think we kind of saw this coming a week ago at Northern Illinois. You know, he'd rushed for 97 yards on 13 carries and really was running the ball very well. But obviously just kind of the way the game went, we, kind of, we had to start passing the ball and kind of go away, with, go away from the run. But, you know, how pleased were you with the way Jordan's running and how well the, the offensive line is blocking for him? Yeah, I, I think the line has come together and understanding some things that we want to get done. I, you know, you made another good point. I, there was a, there were signs of that in DeKalb uh, against Northern, just not enough of it, uh, especially early. But uh, it seems to be he's he's in a pretty good rhythm. Uh, he's I think we've said on on the show earlier he's worked very hard this year. He's worked on his leadership. He stayed positive through through uh, you know some tough times, and uh, it's great to see a senior like him rewarded with with a school rec- uh, record performance. And hopefully it's uh, it'll be a big test for us as we as we head down to to Ohio U to. To, to play the best rushing defense in the league, and, and it would be a good challenge for our, our offensive line and for Jordan. Yeah, qui- very quietly, Jordan Johnson had a, has a very nice career for the Bulls. Obviously, he battled some injuries early on, but you know, if you look back over his uh, four-year career, he had a career, uh, a, a yard per carry average of 5.1. Put that up against... Uh, Brandon Oliver was 4.7 and James Starks 4.5. So, you know, obviously he didn't have as many carries, but he really, you know, he really has, has, has had a very nice career for himself. Yes, he has. And, uh, you know, he's, he, you know, he's been consistent and going about his, his work each and every day trying to get better. And, and uh, I did not know that stat until you, until you said that. So, uh, again, you surprised me. But, uh, you know, those are numbers that uh, – you know that that any back would want and and hopefully we can make that stay above the 5.0 mark uh, as as uh, we finish out the regular season yeah well overall as a team you guys really rushed the ball well you rushed for 378 yards as a team last year was with them was the highest total as an FBS program we've had in, in school history is that right that I, is, I, yeah I, I did not know yeah, that I'm one either but us, yeah. uh, so you know, I, I've always said I've always tried to stay away from some of the stats but it's good it's good information Sometimes when you're not winning as many games as you like, you go digging in there for, for something. But uh, when you see those type of things, it's an equal uh, kind of equals out why you're able to have success when you've had one of the best rushing performances uh, as an FBS program. Yeah, and is that really 
you know, when you look at your offense, I mean, it, the key is, is running the football, right? I mean, that, that's really what you want to do first. I mean, obviously you want to be equal run and pass, but right. you really want to establish the run to open the pass. Yeah, I, I think I've always had that philosophy of the, of the best football teams that I've been a part of. We've always been able to run the ball. And, uh, and I think uh, just uh, geographically where uh, – where uh, our careers mainly the, the guys that are that are on staff where we've been uh, starting around uh, mid-october you never know what you're going to get on on game day weather wise so you better be able to run the football but uh, again with that the way college football is today there's there's more scoring um, there's more things that are happening but what you want to have happen when you're able to run the football is to be able to build the play auction play action pass and taking shots down the field off of that when when they're trying to get the secondary involved in the run game, then the explosive plays come over the top. And uh, I, I think we've taken those steps. And, and, again, having those type of numbers is something that we're proud of. Yeah, I thought also the defense played very well on Thursday. Um, you know, obviously they were struggling a little bit against the run. There was no secret about that in, in previous weeks. But I thought they really stepped up well. And, and, I, and you made a little uh, change on the defensive line. You mixed in uh, Justin Brandon and Miles Nichols, I believe, made their first career starts. Kind of what was the thought process behind that? And just kind of talk about uh, You know, just uh, team reasons why we went with that, uh, that starting lineup. Miles has kind of been a, a player uh, – a younger player in our program, a redshirt sophomore. He's battled some injuries. He's he's played some some end, and he but he's he's gotten big enough where he can he can hold up as a as a defensive tackle, as a three technique. He's quick. We feel like that matchup can pay dividends, and um, you know that's something we're going to look forward to as we as we lose guys to graduation. But you know, Chris Ford's been out for for two weeks. Max Parisi's been limited, so. Uh, you know, we, we had to go with those guys. Justin Brandon, who played as a true freshman a year ago, a true sophomore again. He's, uh, you know, he's very unassuming, but but yet he does a lot of good things for us. And, uh, again, uh, it's good to see young players helping us. Yeah, another young player that stepped up, Tatum Slack, hadn't played uh, too much this season and because of injuries was forced into the starting lineup. And it looked like Akron tried to test him, but he but he, st- he, pa- he definitely passed the test. Yes, uh, we were really shorthanded at corner, uh, you know, last week. Brandon Williams and Boise Ross, neither one dressed for the game. Uh, Tatum Slack knew the program this year, this, uh, you know, right before, Really, when school started, came in from uh, from California Junior College, and he's been waiting patiently for his opportunity. He's a confident young player. He's he's physical for a corner, and uh, you know it's really great to see when a guy does that when he get gets his opportunity that it adds depth to to a certain position. And much like Khalil Hodge, you know when you bring in uh, a junior college transfer. Um, who was a high school qualifier, which meant he was immediately eligible, didn't have to stay two years at the junior college. He's another one of those guys that w- will be here for three years that we're awful excited about. Yeah, we'll be joined by Cleo Hodge uh, a little later in the show. Uh, one last little, I know you like some of the numbers I'm throwing at you. I'm going to throw this one at you now. You know Great, that as, as a head coach, you're now 2-0 and when the Bulls only have five days in between games. So I know Nate uh, Nate Wills is here, and he he's does a lot of the scheduling. Schedule, Should we schedule a lot more uh, you know, five, five days in between games? Can you do that, Nate? Okay. <laughs> we can't hear your head nod, but that'll be okay. Yeah, you know, uh, I. that's good information. I, I think, uh, um, you know, we continue to learn. We learn a lot from what our players say and what you see and, and, uh, and how you prepare and really uh, probably sometimes overanalyze what we're doing. But, uh, you know, you try to gauge how you're going to put those practices together. And, uh, you know, 
I learned a long time ago what you got to try to do is make sure they're excited and ready for kickoff and and again uh, even though things hadn't gone our way I thought our guys took the field with, with good energy and, uh, and and made it happen yeah no doubt about that well the Bulls are back in action uh, on this Thursday at Ohio when we come back we'll talk about that Bob's uh, Bobcat team uh, you're listening to the Bulls digital network production of UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold live from Santora's Pizza Bub and Grill and ESPN 1520 worldwide leader in sports we'll be right back Join us at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Hey, it's Paul Santora letting you know we have two great locations. One on Millersport Highway next to the Marriott. One on Transit Road next to Transit Lanes. We've got 60 taps, 66 TVs. All of our food is made to order with the freshest and most natural ingredients. Both locations have live music, Millersport on Friday, Transit Friday and Saturday night. There's no better place to enjoy football and hockey with great drink and food specials for every game. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill since 1927. Four generations strong, the only family to say we are the original. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Great food, great people, great beer. Hello, this is that Kegworks guy for the Kegworks store. Are you sick of that neighbor throwing the best party every year? We have everything you need to kick that guy's party right in the you-know-what. From an extensive line of Jello shot supplies to keg pumps, premium cocktail mixers, beer pong tables, and so much more. So get to the Kegworks store at 1460 Military Road in Kenmore, just south of Sheridan. Until next time, this is that Kegworks guy reminding you, go to the Kegworks store. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2016 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $275 per month. Only $275 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. From banner raising to buzzer beaters, don't miss another second of Bulls basketball. Get your season tickets today and be part of history as the men's team chases their third consecutive MAC title. He shoots a three. He hits. Oh, yes! Are you kidding me? While the women look to defend there. Stephanie Reeves, she might be the one to take this final shot. She tosses it. Oh! Good! Oh! <laughs> the Bulls have got it! For tickets, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. Welcome back to UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, right next to UB Stadium. Here's John Fuller. All right, welcome back to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. UB Football takes all Miami of Ohio, November 12th at 1 p.m. Prior to the game, fans could listen to local cover band Nerds Gone Wild as part of the Stampede Square concert. For tickets and more information, call 1-877-UB-THERE. I noticed Nate Will's nodding his head to Nerds Gone Wild. It must He's be a big one of fan. Big oh, yeah. Has all be, their CDs. Yes, he absolutely does. He is a Nerd Gone Wild. Well, I think so. I'm not touching that <laughs> one. I, I report to him. I, <laughs> well, before we get to the game with Nerds Gone Wild against Miami, we have a game against Ohio on Thursday night down in Athens. And Coach, uh, seems like every year, you know, Frank Solich does a great job with that Ohio program. And once again, uh, the Ohio Bobcats are in first place and kind of talk about what the, what the Bulls are going to face on Thursday. Well, I think Frank and his staff has been the model of consistency of how to how to run a program in this conference. Uh, you know, he's been there, I think, 12 years now. Is that correct? Yep. Um, his offense and defense coordinators have been with him the whole time. And uh, they, they redshirt a lot of players, and then they're going to play with a lot of you know, third, fourth, and fifth-year players within that too deep, and and that's a good way to, to, to build it, and those players know what's expected, the techniques, the schemes, 
expectations, and uh, I think it pays off. Sometimes they they may not be the most uh, explosive or flashy team in our conference, but uh, I think uh, every coach will tell you they're definitely one of the most consistent. Yeah, this year especially they have uh, one of the best defenses in the Mid-American Conference, if, if not the nation. They uh, are what, ranked 12th in the nation in sacks, Evan, but it's 3.3 sacks per game. So you know, the Bulls are going to have their hands full. Kind of talk about you know their defensive attack and, and what they're going to bring. See, those are some of the stats you're not supposed to bring up. In the but I can also show. tell you this okay. one, that okay. the Bulls okay. are only allowing one sack a game, which is tied for 10th in the nation. Okay. So there you go. I'll make up for okay. it. How about that? All right. Well, <laughs> you know, and the thing is they, you know, they played a Tennessee team. They played Kansas and beat Kansas at Kansas. So that, that non-conference schedule is very challenging and and you do know, especially up front, their 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 uh, front forward, they're especially at the defensive end position, strong and athletic. Uh, they, they they can get around the edge, so it's going to be a big challenge for us. But as we said in the last segment, our ability to run the ball and be consistent will will be, uh, you know, and have some balance will be the key to the game. Yeah. How do you? How I mean, I've been out of practice. Seems, seems guys are very upbeat. How have they have responded from that win? I mean, you really you feel like it's it's a whole other kind of different mojo around the team right now. Yeah, seventy degrees on November first yeah, is no another way to keep them excited too. <laughs> but uh, they are, and, and I said they're you know, uh, win or lose, you know, you've got to be able to turn the page and and uh, and stay focused and and get ready to to get on to the next game and 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 try to get better and, and take what's on film and take the good and make it better and and what's not we get corrected, but. Uh, you know, uh, we we try to shorten some things down and keep things moving. Try try to keep it uh, as efficient as possible. And I, I think again, our guys have have responded and, and they've had that energy. Now they got a taste of success. Hopefully, it's a it's another chance for us to build on it. Yeah, and Thursday's game will be live on uh, the CBS Sports Network's nationally televised uh, weeknight game. How important is that to get the, that television, national television exposure for your program? Well, it's important, and, and, and having the win going into the game helps. And, uh, you know, to have a chance to be on national television um, for recruits, uh, exposure for our program, our brand, uh, and, and our whole university, and really the city of Buffalo and, and everything that's happening. So you have a chance for us to be in the national uh national limelight so to speak uh, you know probably every sports bar in america is going to have different college games on or whatever games are on so you got a chance for free to be out there and other people to know a little bit more about us and and our conference and you can't do anything but help yeah um i mentioned earlier uh you know, bobcats are coached by frank solich and you and coach solich have a little bit of a relationship you guys coach together you're on the nebraska staff kind of an off-field uh, role for three years back in the early 2000s kind of talk about your relationship with frank and, and what you what you learned from him well frank's an outstanding man and you know he's he's you know as consistent as as can be um, had an opportunity with uh Somebody I worked with at Nebraska Omaha was on the staff there as a defensive line coach, and they were adding a, a you know, kind of an off-field, on-campus recruiting position, and had the first opportunity to uh, interview for it. Was hired, was able to be part of the staff there for three years with him. Uh, first year we played for the BCS National Championship against Miami, so it was a great experience just to be in a program with, with that type of culture and success, and. Uh, but through that, uh, you know, just have a chance to, to be around Frank and Frank the man. Uh, you know, he's always was great to, to, to myself and, and my wife, Kelly. And um, it's always good to see him. And now being in the same conference, we've had a chance to, to visit on numerous topics, whether it be at the coaches' meetings or sometimes at a summer camp, we've bumped into each other and kind of kept it. His two coordinators are also friends. And 
So it's a it's friendly rivalry in this, and it's always good to compete against great people. Yeah, Frank Solich, one of the great college football coaches. I mean, he, had a, he did a great job in Nebraska, and just I think it was just you know such a the the the, the bar is set so high in Nebraska. Where he lose three yeah. games and, and lost his yeah, job uh, that one yeah, year, and got fired for winning nine games. Yeah. So I mean, that's uh, that that was very unfortunate, and uh, but yeah, he went through. Uh, you know, replacing a legend like Tom Osborne and winning the national championships in, in a short period of time like they did, I think it was three and four years or something like that. And all of a sudden, sometimes uh, expectations get, get a little bit uh, out of whack, I think. And for him to kind of step into that in the situation um, was, was not great for him. But uh, he's, he's landed on his feet in, in Athens, and he's done an outstanding job because what he's been able to show – it wasn't just where he was at. He was able to take something and build it into a consistent winner. Yeah, now when you were hired for the position here at UB, did you consult him? Did you talk with him at all? No, because, you know, things happen so fast in the middle of things. Uh, you know, I, I think I've shared the story before is, uh, you know, I had a chance to visit with Turner Gill uh, just on, on some other professional advice at the national convention like the year before, and he kind of shared with me some of the stories about him taking this job. But, uh you know, I, I really didn't go outside the, 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 my real close circle, which was mainly my family and maybe a couple others outside when it came to the job because, you know, the, the unique thing about when, when I accepted this job was uh, we were still in full force of playing and, and doing things, which was uh, very unique and, and not always you're able to do. So uh, I didn't really do it. But uh, since I've been in the conference now, I, I think Frank and I have shared ideas and kind of what uh, – different things that we go through at each institution all right well good luck against coach solich and the ohio bobcats thursday night 6 p.m kickoff on cbs sports network and right here on espn 1520 uh, when we get back we're going to visit with uh, sophomore linebacker khalil hodge you're listening to ub football insider with head coach lance leipold live on the espn 1520 from U Sports to the nfl a turf synthetic grass fields are helping athletes have fun and perform at their peak more than 30 Western New York schools and over 400 schools nationwide call A-Turf their home field. It's what the UB Bulls play on and the Buffalo Bills too. A-Turf Titan has the highest safety rating and the longest warranty. A-Turf, optimal performance for athletes, superior value for owners. Learn more at aturf.com. Join us at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Hey, it's Paul Santora letting you know we have two great locations. One on Millersport Highway next to the Marriott. One on Transit Road next to Transit Lanes. We've got 60 taps, 66 TVs. All of our food is made to order with the freshest and most natural ingredients. Both locations have live music, Millersport on Friday, Transit Friday and Saturday night. There's no better place to enjoy football and hockey with great drink and food specials for every game. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill since 1927. Four generations strong, the only family to say we are the original. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Great food, great people, great beer. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2016 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $275 per month. Only $275 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love, love our town. town. From banner raising to buzzer beaters, don't miss another second of Bulls basketball. Get your season tickets today and be part of history as the men's team chases their third consecutive MAC title. He shoots a three. He hits. Oh, yes! Are you kidding me? While the women look to defend theirs. Stephanie Reed, she 
might be the one to take this final shot. She tosses oh, it. Good! Oh, 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 oh. The Bulls have got it! For tickets, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. Welcome back to UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, right next to UB Stadium. Here's John Fuller. All right, welcome back to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. November 4th, Bulls basketball team tips off their seasons. The women will take on Bloomsburg at 6 p.m. and at 8.30 p.m. when they host Damon. Don't miss any more buzzer banner raisings or buzzer beater moments. You get your tickets today. Visit ubbulls.com. Or one eight seven seven. You be there for more information. All right, we're now visited by sophomore linebacker Khalil Hodge. Welcome to the show, Khalil. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, having his first season with the team, but uh, making a pretty strong first impression. Ninety three tackles, uh, third in the nation in tackles, um, coming from uh, City of San Francisco Community College. Kind of talk about that transition. Do you ever think that you know you'd be in this position and uh, you know right out of the gate being so successful? Uh, well, it's definitely something that I'd say I, I hope for, but um, it's not something I expected or anything like that. You know, coming from junior college, I just wanted to get here in January, get here in the spring, and just work, compete. Um, Coach Simpson told me coming in that there was an opportunity for me to play, and so, you know, I just tried to run with it, make the mo- most of my opportunity. Yeah, can I talk about your journey here? Because, you know, you, you, you went the JUCO route which, route, which a lot of players do, but you kind of went for different reasons. Different people go to different junior college for different reasons, but, you know, you qualified out of high school for, you could have played Division One, but you didn't really have a lot of offers, mm-hmm. uh, and you knew that you could be a, a Division One FBS player, mm-hmm. uh, so you went to the junior college route. That would kind of talk about, you know, the reason why you decided to do that. Yeah, well, out of high school, um, I had two SCS offers um, from Sac State, from Weaver State. And it was kind of a, a coin flip, you know. I could have went, you know, uh, could have been real close to home, or I could have went, took the junior college route and um, just took my chances. And so what I ended up doing, I ended up going to uh, City College of San Francisco uh, for a semester. Uh, we did really good up there, and, you know, Coach Simpson ended up, you know, taking a chance on me. Um, I got the opportunity to come to UB with my dad on an official visit. We kind of fell in love with the place. Um, I remember Coach Leopold, Coach Simpson coming back to my house um, after the official to go talk to my mom. And, you know, once she got once she got to go, you know, it was green light from there. So ended up committing, uh, got here in January, and just got to work. Yeah, usually once mom says it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's all <laughs> right. it's right? all good, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, it, it must have been nice to be able to get here at least in January, kind of get acclimated with the teams. You're not weren't really thrown into the fire. Mm-hmm. How, how uh, important was that or – comforting with that knowing that you're able to kind of work with the team over the spring definitely it was it was very comforting um in the spring you know that was my that was my first trial basically and you know it's a lot of mistakes early but you know it's it's usual but I just felt like when we got to when we got to camp it was kind of like my second go round. I got the opportunity where I understood the defense a little bit better um and I feel like that really helped you know going into the season it wasn't all you know just completely new to me I was able to really start to break down the defense and be able to understand it like the ins and outs yeah, it seems like you guys, between yourself and, and Jared Franklin and Ishmael Hargrove, kind of a brand-new uh, linebacker unit. You guys are really the leaders of the team. It's, you know, the top three, I think, top three lead, tackling leaders on the team. But you guys have really gelled quickly. Can I talk about uh, Jared and Ishmael and how you guys work together? Definitely. Uh, Jared Franklin and Ishmael Hargrove, I mean, they both just took me under, under their wings, you know, as the older guys. I really look up to them in terms of in terms of everything, really. You know, you go in the film room. Jared really understands, you know, everyone's responsibility. So I'm asking him questions, coming off the field, you know, whatever it is. And the same thing with Ish. You know, those are guys. Those are real students of the game, uh, first and foremost. You know, before anything athletically or physically happens on the field, 
those are the guys who are really um, in the film room, really breaking it down, really trying to really trying to get the defense to just mesh as a whole. Yeah. All right, now looking at your high school numbers, like I keep seeing this number. I've written this number down. It said you had 262 tackles your senior year of high school. I need to hear it from you. Is that true or is it a little inflated? Because I don't even know how that yeah. happens. I know. It was true. It was yeah. true. It was true. Um, how many games did you play? Uh, we ended up playing 14 that year. 14. We, we lost in the section championship. Okay. But, I mean, we had, we had an incredible team, incredible D-line. Um, I was just able to kind of flow. They were taking on, you know, double team, stuff like that, and I was just flowing to the ball. 262 tackles, man. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, all right, so your name's Cleo Hodge. There's another kind of famous Cleo that played here uh, yeah. named uh, Cleo Mack. Yeah. Um, you're from the Bay Area, so obviously I believe you are a Raiders fan, so yes, you're kind sir. of familiar yes, with Cleo. Mm -hmm. uh, did, did um, you know, did that have anything to do with you coming here? Because obviously, I mean, you, you, you know, you, that how you knew about Buffalo because you knew that he went there. That did they played in it all? Oh uh, yeah, that, that did actually. Uh, once Coach Simpson, I came to my junior college for the first time. I remember seeing Buffalo and you know ended up doing some research on it and ended up saying yeah that's where Khalil Mack went. And I was excited, you know, just just because he played for the Raiders ended up being like a fifth round overall pick. I mean fifth pick overall. So that was cool and just really making that connection. That was, I liked it. It was nice. And being a Raiders fan, you got to be excited. I think they're six yeah. and one this year. Six and two. They're yep, six yep. and two. Yeah, yep. they're really, you know, really starting the season off. They've struggled the last couple of years. I think they've really turned it around. I mean, Derek Carr yeah. took like an MVP candidate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to be pretty excited to be a Raiders fan. Right yeah, now. I am. I'm just hoping they don't leave Oakland. That's <laughs> I know. The only thing. That's right. The only thing. I, yeah. Well, I don't think it's gonna happen for a few years anyway. But yeah, there yeah. are rumors about them going yeah. to, to Las Vegas. But mm -hmm. uh, he actually used to live in the Bay Area as well. And and yeah, I was always uh, I always follow the Raiders and then the A's. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it was, it was always fun to go to those games. Um, have you, you you came from the Bay Area, like I said. Have you, have you been in New York before? Um, uh, my mom's actually from Philadelphia. Okay. So I've been on this side a little bit. Um, I think we did visit New York City once or twice, but nothing really, you know, for a long period of time or nothing yeah. like that. And never yeah. been to Buffalo. I'm never been to Buffalo, now. no. So now, if you had real wings now that you've been in, <laughs> in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. I have to ask you this. Being a California kid, because I did live out there, mm -hmm. please tell me that you eat blue cheese with wings and not ranch. Oh, I eat ranch. Oh, my I'm God. a ranch guy. Come on, Khalil. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I'm a ranch guy. And I'm going to tell you and I'm something else I know you're going to say, too. Please tell me you don't dip your french fries in ranch. No, I don't dip okay, my french fries in ranch. That thing. No, All right. No, you redeemed yourself a little bit. Because I know that's a West Coast thing, yeah, too. No, this drives me crazy. That's not me. All right. So, all right. Well, talk about just uh, the team in general. How big was that win over Akron on Thursday? And, and I really feel like this team's so close to, to kind of turning the corner. Is that, was that the win you guys needed to kind of, kind of flip the switch and, 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 and uh, kind of turn the season around? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I feel like that's definitely a win that we can build off of and that we're going to build off of. Um, that team you guys saw last Thursday was a more realistic picture of, you know, what the UB Bulls 2016 football team is like. And so – this coming Thursday, you know, we want to make a more similar picture of to what we what we showed, what we proved last week. Yeah, I think uh, I, I agree. I think the defense uh, really played well. I think, you know, you guys were kind of. I, I think as the season progresses, the whole defense has started to gel a little bit more. You have a lot of new faces on that, uh, especially on the defensive line and line, you know, all the positions really. But mm -hmm. really feel like you guys are starting to gel, and, yeah. and hopefully, uh, we, you know, we can turn things around here uh, and get that win against Ohio. Well, Definitely. the Bulls, uh, like we said, are at Ohio Thursday night. That's on uh, uh, Thursday night, 6 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network and ESPN 1520. Cleo, I want to thank you very much for joining. Us. Sure, no problem. And, uh, and uh, good luck against the Bobcats on Thursday night. I appreciate it. All right, well, that'll do us for our show tonight. We'll be back here uh, next Thursday night, 6 p.m. We'll do it again, hopefully, after a win, hopefully after a win over the Bobcats. Yes, sir, yes, All right, sir. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. And good night.
QB Football Insider with Lance Leipold is presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, co-sponsored by Kegworks and A-Turf, and brought to you by our Team UB partners, New Era Cap, Nike, AdPro Sports, WGRZ Channel 2, Pepsi, Town BMW, Comdoc. Go to UBBulls.com for schedules, highlights, and everything Buffalo Bulls. Go blue, go white, and go Bulls. Thank you.